Hello, this is Reverend Dr. Trinity. Thank you for tuning in to celebrate this new moon. This is 2017, the year of one, meaning the number one, first, primary, and one, meaning all. It is also the year of the fire rooster, according to the lunar calendar. The rooster crows to wake everyone up because the rooster tends to the roost, the home, and the flock, the people who live here. So, 2017 is the time to wake up. And I say, waking up to the global reality that we, everyone on this earth, are interconnected, interdependent, one. This idea is hard to believe. However, in light of the growing divisions, polarizations, antagonisms, separations, and exclusions going on in the political arena, it's hard to believe. Because people are cast as either good or bad, legal or illegal, liars or truth-tellers, liberals or conservatives, Democrats or Republicans, terrorists or patriots. The way things are going right now, how can we realize, desire, or even want to be one? I am here to help you understand this seeming contradiction by revisiting, rebalancing, and recreating your relationship to yourself and others. So welcome. You're listening to my Inner Spirit Healing Talks offered to you with every new moon. The new moon is a very powerful time to manifest your wishes. So let's start by letting go of your stress and getting comfortable. How do you do stress? Easy. Open your mind and heart to the universe's information and ground yourselves to Mother Earth. First, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Feel your feet and connect them to the earth. Now, in your mind's eye, take in a deep breath of Mother Earth energy up through your feet and gather your body stress, and with your out breath, send all that stress down and out back down to Mother Earth through your grounding cord at the base of your spine between your legs. Mother Earth will recycle this excess energy just like she recycles dead leaves, plants, animals, and bodies. Let's do it again. Breathe up Earth energy, gather the stress, and send it down through your grounding cord between your legs, back down to Mother Earth. In and out. In and out. Now, from the top of your head, breathe in cosmic energy from the universe into your body, down to your body, to the base of your spine where it mixes with earth energy, and with your out breath, send the mixture back up, out to the top of your head, and out your hands, just like a fountain. In and out. In and out. Now breathe in earth energy and cosmic energy at the same time. Naturally, easily, and effortlessly. This is how and why we are simultaneously connected both to the earth below and the cosmos above, and we experience ourselves as individual beings and yet part of something greater than ourselves, something universal. Now, slowly open your eyes. As I said last month, being awake means being spiritually conscious. 
It has nothing to do with your religion or even having a religion. It is not your beliefs, feelings, actions, or thoughts. It has to do with the spiritual truth behind your beliefs, feelings, actions, or thoughts. The spiritual truth always raises and uplifts. It brings hope and, sen- and, cre- and positivity. It creates unity and advances all life, minerals, plants, animals, and human beings, all for one and one for all. So this oneness of life, is it a dream, a hope, a future possibility, or an impossible dream, a fool's wish, an adult version of Santa Claus, meaning something completely made up, fiction and fantasy? I'm here to tell you that actually, the oneness of all is actually a present reality. That is, life, now, then and forevermore, springs from and returns to the same source. That is why we are all one. We are not separate from each other. We are interwoven, interdependent, and interconnected. At the same time in our daily individual life, we also experience our bonds together. Yes, we may be going in different, opposite, or contradictory directions, or may not feel like or tolerate others, and in some cases, so much dislike others to the point of feeling and acting with hatred and murderousness to other people. All of these behaviors, while seeming to be contrary to our oneness, is actually a testament to our oneness. Why? Noticing when we act in harmony and noticing when we feel contrary reveals the existence of an underlying harmony, and universalism that draws us to recognize, to see when we are out of balance and when we are not. In other words, feeling that something is out of place is a recognition that, in fact, something is amiss. This is universalism and is in the realm of the spirit, the realm of spirituality. As I said earlier, spirituality is not religion. But then, what is it? Like love, spirituality is a relational activity and can only be known through experience with another, including experiencing the felt absence of another. Spirituality, like love, is not objective. It cannot be measured, quantified, bought, purchased, or put in a box and kept. Spirituality, like love, can only be experienced in a state of freedom. Spirituality is entirely subjective, personal, and individual, and yet it is what tells us that we, each separate being, is part of something greater than ourselves and thus transforms our perception of ordinary life and relationships of others with others into a realization of the extraordinariness of everything. Let me give you an example. Experiencing beauty, a sunset, a laughing or crying baby, just that. Experiencing or receiving understanding, kindness or warmth, or just a smile, does that. Some people call this experience being touched by God. This experience of the truth of our existence as part of a great, wondrous whole is available to us 
at any time. It does not cost anything. It is not dependent on one's education, age, race, sex, class, social status, politics, geography, or religion. It is from this experience of the sublime, the beautiful, the inspiring, the extraordinariness of ordinary life that's around us that led human beings, however, to try and understand it. And that is how religions got born. Unfortunately, in that attempt to share one's experience and understanding of their individual spiritual experience, we made the mistake of taking this immensely unknowable knowable and generalizing, categorizing, and regulating it with rules of right and wrong beliefs, behaviors, and practices. We ended up putting spirituality into a box, locking it, turning it upside down, naming it according to a particular belief system, and then calling it the truth, and therefore the true religion. And even more unfortunately, millions and millions and millions of people, animals, plants, and entire nations, countries, and continents of earth have been subjugated and dominated in the name of someone's God and religion. The great thing that is happening now, today, is that we are awakening to the truth that whatever name you call your God, whether it's Jesus, Allah, Jehovah, Yahweh, Tao, Brahma, or higher power, or divine, or the source, or if you believe in a God at all, it all says the same universal truth, that we are one. Before, we used to think that this oneness meant one religion and the same name and version of God. We've been using this approach for thousands of years through conquest, military, political, or otherwise. But something that is universal does not mean that there is one true and only concept behind this universal truth. In fact, there is a multiplicity and ambiguity of meanings, a lot of untidiness, and an absolute impossibility of a singular definitiveness of this universal truth. Haven't we already spent enough time trying to fit us all into a single box to know by now that it is just not possible? In fact, there have been a lot of boxes that have been overthrown in the past several decades, like colonialism. All nations and peoples have the right to self-determination. Thus, the old colonial powers gave up after World War II and the colonies of Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Pacific have risen. Another box is racism. There really is no superior race, and the formerly dominated and subjugated races have risen. Another box, sexism and homophobia. Guess what? There is no superior sex and gender. Each person has the right to be who they are and love who they wish. Women and LGBT people are no longer holding back or staying in the closet. They have risen. So why all this turmoil? 
all this changing, all this rising up, stepping forward and moving out of entire nations and peoples have broken the mold of the old way, including the old way of thinking about God, religion, and us, meaning Americans. It challenged the prevailing rule of rich, white, nationalist heterosexism and its political systems as the best and only way to run the American country. This turmoil is part is from a part of America that has not given up the old way. In fact, they are taking it back, fiercely, viciously, and consciously. They do not want a multiracial, multicultural, multigendered American society based on equality. Why? They do experience discomfort in a world where white people are no longer number one and are just one among many. They do experience guilt when the truth of their racial, gender, and sexuality privilege and domination, current and past, is revealed. They do experience resentment when they share the bottom with others instead of getting an automatic pass or step up as they have for the hundreds of years. They are afraid of these difficult feelings and want to stop the feelings. But guess what? What they are really feeling is fear. And the fear is they are afraid that the same hatred, injustice, and intolerance they use to rule over others will be visited upon them. Life, unfortunately, they still believe is a win-or-lose situation. What do we do with this turmoil? As Danielle Egru, another psychic reader and healer, wrote, We lead, we lead, we lead with love. With respect for those we disagree with, with secure dignity instead of fear, and with temperance and purpose, not entitled rage. There is no us. There is no them. There is only we the people. We lead not with whose God is right, but with right goodness. Your neighbor is not your enemy, and party lines are not real. We must decide if our addiction to tribal warring outweighs our need for survival. And this opportunity for growth is about transcending, overcoming through love. We lead, we lead, we lead with love. Thank you, Danielle. Of course, this is very, very hard to do in practice. Let me give you an example. Recently, Dr. Allison Stanger of Middlebury College in Vermont, a well-known liberal arts college, invited Dr. Charles Murray, a scholar from the conservative American Enterprise Institute, to speak and present his ideas. But Dr. Murray was drowned out by students who never let him speak. And both Murray and Stanger were attacked and intimidated while trying to leave campus, and Dr. Stanger was injured. Days later, however, Stanger wrote, The events at Middlebury make it clear that, regardless of political persuasion, Americans today are deeply susceptible to a renunciation of reason and a celebration of ignorance. They know what they know without reading, discussing, or engaging those who might disagree with them. People from both sides of the aisle reject calm logic. 
they are eager to embrace the alternative news that supports their prejudices. More broadly, our constitutional democracy will depend on whether Americans can relearn how to engage civilly with another, something that is admittedly hard to do with a bullying president as a role model. But any other way forward would be antithetical to the very ideals of the university and of liberal democracy. Thank you, Dr. Stanger. So, enough talking. Let's get started. How do you revisit, rebalance, and recreate a relationship to, to yourself and others? When all your chakras, all your energy centers are cleared out of blocks and aligned, with an open heart and mind, you can hear and speak the truth to yourself and others. Your feelings and actions are guided by your heart. You see and understand things how they really are, and you can live safe, secure, and protected. And in this state, revisit, rebalance, and recreate your relationship to others and yourself. The key is bringing your mind to a deep level of peace and calm. But if your mind is filled with chaos due to so many conflicting, contradictory, truth-challenging, fear-mongering events from the Trump White House, then your mind is jumbled, at least, and if more likely, torn between what to do and what to think. So first things first, clear your mind. Let's do it. Take, close your eyes and take a few breaths. Check on your grounding and connection to earth energy. Check your cosmic energy at the top of your head. Check the alignment of all your energy centers, your chakras. Just count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 and see them all lined up like a pole in the center of your body from the base of your spine to the top of your head. Take another big breath and just relax and listen. Give yourself permission to get all the information you need. Imagine a movie theater. Take yourself there. You are the only one there. Put yourself in the front row center seat. Put grounding cords on the four corners of your chair. Put grounding cords on the four corners of the movie theater. Now a grounding cord on the movie screen. Take a dot of neutrality and use it to clean up your screen. Now go to the rainbow and take a dot of cobalt blue. It is a strong blue, like the blue you see on blue and white Chinese ceramics. This blue is the energy of certainty blue. Using certainty blue is like seeing through a clean window. You can see clearly and you know what you see. Now, imagine in front of you a deep hole in the ground. It is very deep and goes all the way down to the center of the planet. Into this hole, take a big breath, and just release, let go, all your feelings, thoughts, all the fears, all the pains, all the memories, all of the anxieties. Just leave them all behind with Mother Earth. That's it. Just use your breath and let go. Leave it to Mother Earth 
and she will take and transform them, just like she does all the dead plants, animals, bodies. She recycles, and so she recycles your fears, pains, and worries. Now, say yes uh, uh, to yourself as I say out loud, and while rubbing your heart in a circle, I am in the process of positive changes. I am letting go of all my fears, anger, old hurts and pains. Take a big breath. I am in the process of positive changes. Now, take another big in-breath with that cobalt blue at the top of your head, that rich deep blue. And allow this energy of certainty and clarity to completely inhabit your body and mind. Open your mind to great clarity. Open yourself to your understanding and use this, any situation, to your advantage. Now, being relaxed and safe in your own space, bring to your mind your relationship to yourself and others. Starting with yourself, Ask yourself, what is out of balance in my relationship with myself? Don't worry if words don't come. You can probably just feel it or see it. A glob, a darkness, a hole. That's it. Now, ask, how best may I rebalance and recreate my relationship with myself? And something will come a feeling, a thought. Just let it come. Now let that all go. And take another big breath and bring to mind your relationship with others and ask yourself, what is out of balance in my relationship with others, especially those I don't like? Allow it to come, a feeling, maybe a pain in your body, a tightness in your shoulder or in your gut. Now ask yourself, how best may I rebalance and and recreate my relationship with others? And again, allow whatever comes up to come up, even if nothing comes up that you can see, it's there. Just relax and let that all go. And give yourself permission to take in all the information that you got, even whatever you couldn't understand or see. And give yourself permission to take complete control of your gifts, to be highly creative and to inspire those around you. And just guess what? It's not so hard. Allow yourself to flop Fluff up your energy field, just like you're shaking a blanket before you put it down on the picnic table. There you go, just like a blanket. Fluff it up. There you go. Rebalance and recreate your relationship to yourself and others. Now, this is the most important part. 
with your right hand using all your fingers. Rub your hand around your heart in a gentle circle and say aloud the, the phrases I'm going to give you. We're going to say them three times. I'll give it to you the first time and say them out loud with me two other times, even if you say it in just a whisper. Why do I want you to say it? It's one thing to think something to yourself, as you know, but it takes on a whole nother life when you say it. Like thinking, I'm sorry, or thinking, I love you. The true power of those words are not realized until you they are said, until you say, I love you, until you say, I'm sorry. So too with affirmations. Now, with your whole hand and your thumb rubbing your heart in a small circle, we're going to say these affirmations three times aloud. I deeply and completely accept myself even with all my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself even with all my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself, even with all my problems and limitations. Now let that go. I'll give you the next one. I deeply and completely accept myself, even if I never resolve my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself, even if I never resolve my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself even if I never resolve my problems and limitations. Now let that go out to the universe to be created. And one last one. I deeply and completely accept myself even if I don't believe I deserve to get over my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself even if I don't believe I deserve to get over my problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept myself, even if I don't believe I deserve to get over my problems and limitations. Take a big breath and let that go out to the universe to be created. Now, bring to mind other people your family, your friends, your neighbors, people you don't even know down the block, including difficult people, especially really difficult people that you don't like. Now put them all together in that group of other people and open your mind and heart. As I say out loud and say three times, I deeply and completely accept all other people, even with all their problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even with all their problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even with all their problems and limitations. Now let that go. Out to the universe to be created. The next one. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if they never 
resolve their problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if they never resolve their problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if they never resolve their problems and limitations. Now let that go. Out to the universe to be created. The last one. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if I don't believe they deserve to get over their problems and limitations. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if I don't believe they deserve to get over their problems and limitations. And one last time. I deeply and completely accept all other people, even if I don't believe they deserve to get over their problems and limitations. Now take a big breath. Let all those words and feelings and thoughts go out to the universe to be manifested and open your eyes. So, you see, it all begins and ends with each one of us. Take this openness in your heart to love and accept yourself with all your problems and limitations, including a deeply hidden belief that you don't deserve to get over your problems. Take this same openness to yourself and now open it to other people. This is the practice of unconditional love. It is a practice and it takes practice. But this is how we human beings do things. We grow ourselves step by step. Where do we go from here? If you like my meditation and want more self-healing tools, leave your email uh, on our website at www.innerbeautyhealing.us. As a bonus, we'll add you to our drawing for a complimentary reading. Also on our site are Inner Beauty e-courses. I teach Facing Your Inner Shadows, an eight-week course to heal yourself from the wounds of trauma, abuse, and violence. For, pre for professional women who want to make a difference in the world and be seen for who they truly are, beautiful, powerful women, my sister, fashion designer Francesca Ordona Hollingsworth, teaches Revealing Your Timeless Beauty in 90 Days or Less. You can, re you can schedule a complimentary session at www.innerbeautyhealing.us So, it's now time to pick a winner for our three 30-minute consultation. And it is Viet Le. Viet, we will be sending you an email with how to schedule your appointment. I hope you've all learned something of value today. Blessings.